Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by proamsports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Everybody, this is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. For their copiers and printers, their service is excellent. Jed uses them. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at BigSavingsDigitexSupplies.ca. Bob Stoffer back in the chair after a uh, week out of town. I hope uh, you're all doing well. Brendan Ulrich is with me as well. This is the first time, uh, Brendan, that uh, we have been together doing this show yeah. for the last uh, three weeks. So let's see if we can fake our way through it. How did Should it go last time? Yeah, it was go- good. Yeah, did you miss me? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, not really. <laughs> no, I did because I hadn't seen you for the previous two weeks either. So well, you went to Mexico for like a week, but I you- didn't miss you then. No, I missed you when I came back. And you took you took two weeks off. Well, I'll be honest with you, Brendan. I missed you a little. Okay. Well, I was down in Disneyland. Well, yeah, okay. Dave. Dave helped, though. Oh, Dave did, did a great, great job. No, yeah. Dave's a mess. Dave's a killer. Dave's a mess. No, Dave is fantastic. <laughs> uh, but last week, when I was uh, down south, uh, as we've stated on multiple occasions on this show, uh, it's Disneyland, the happiest place on earth uh, for the kids. If you're a parent and you like your own personal space, sometimes uh, the convergence of the unique personalities uh, that frequent 
that very special part of the planet uh, while it's a little much. Uh, coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, so much to get to. In the opening half hour, I will, uh, well, I don't want to use the word pontificate, but it might be appropriate. Some thoughts on where the Edmonton Oilers are at right now, the upcoming uh, 2018 NHL entry draft, uh, of course, the coaching search, which has gone very quiet. That might be a sign that it actually is, who knows, uh, fairly long away in the process. Uh, we will hit on Canada's performance, lack thereof, the World Hockey Championship. We'll talk about uh, the troubles and trials and tribulations of the Western Hockey League at the Memorial Cup as well. Uh, coming up on uh, today's show, 1235, John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Louis DeBrusque at 105 today. We have flipped Mark Spector because he has returned from covering the Winnipeg series against Vegas. Oh, by the way, uh, we will hit on uh, the plight of the Stanley Cup playoffs as well. Speck will join us Thursday on Oilers Now, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Live racing at Northlands this Saturday down at Northlands Park. Here's how you can reach us on our River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Nazareth, greatest Scottish rock band of all time, August 10th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can email us at OilersNow at 630chat.com. You can text us at 630-634, Westlock Ford, if you're looking for a new vehicle. Go and see Paul Olson out at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, with Brendan back in the uh, uh, the co-anchor chair at uh, Brendan Ulrich as well. By the way, I, I drove out to Westlock. Uh, got home Saturday late afternoon um, in time to watch Saturday. Yeah, Tampa Bay quickly jump out in front, and then Washington battle back, make a game of it. Uh, and then uh, Sunday morning, drove out to Westlock to uh, flip a vehicle. And uh, what a drive at this time of the year. And, man, how about the weather? It's nicer here than it was down in Southern California. May I add? Really? Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice here right now, man. It's, it's got it going on. It's good. It's, it's happening. All right. Where do you want to start here? Are you, you're, you should be a happy guy because you're Washington Capitals. Wow. They, they, are, they are right in this thing, man. They're going to Game 7 against Tampa Keep Bay. Keep in mind, they did come back from a 3-1 deficit against the Pens last year, lost in Game 7. So I'm a little hesitant to say they're going to win Game 7 based on last night's performance. They dominated last night. Will they dominate Game 7? I don't know. Anything can happen. But I feel pretty good heading into the game. Yeah, because they played pretty good last night. That was impressive. They did. Uh, let's get to about last night, and we will start with the Capitals getting the lead. This is John Walton with the call on TJ Oshie's first of two goals. And the Caps trying to keep pounding the rock here. Five minutes to go in the second period to Backstrom. Into the dot and bringing it back now to the blue line and back down the wall. In front, Oshie scores! It's one, nothing, oh, Washington! An understated John Walton then uh, called uh, this one, and Devontae Smith-Pelly making a two-zip. And this will be a foot race, and Colburn getting there, but negating the icing. Great hustle from Stevenson in front, a shot, they score! They score! In game six. 
It's interesting with Devontae Smith-Pelly. Remember when Edmonton and Calgary co-hosted the World Junior Championship? He had a tremendous uh, pre-tournament. And then he got he had suffered a lower body injury uh, during the course of that event. And Team Canada was never really the same. I always kind of thought he'd be a little bit better player than he's panned out to be. I mean, he, he's a bottom six NHL forward. I thought he had a chance at one stage to be a second-line winger because he can skate. Um but I don't know if the uh, the hockey sense is there with him uh, all the time. Uh, nonetheless, Capitals up 2-0. Uh, Tampa Bay pulls the guardian, Andre Vasilevsky, and Oshie gets a second of the night, and John Walton goes nuts. Into the zone, and a shot here. They score! T.J. Oshie into the empty nets. We will see you in Tampa Bay on Wednesday night. It is 3 so the Capitals get it done. We got a uh, game seven coming up tomorrow night. Uh, Washington and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, obviously, still the favorite. Meanwhile, the other conference final in the category of you know, at what point do you sit there and say maybe I shouldn't say I didn't see that coming? I gotta say I didn't see that coming when I left uh, to uh, take a, a week out. Um, the Winnipeg Jets were up one nothing in that series. Who knew that they would not win another game? The remarkable story of the Las Vegas or the Vegas Golden Knights continues. It's no longer fluke. Uh, it is a te- Brendan. What, what do you think's happened here with Vegas? Give me, uh, give me your. I'm going to put you on the spot here, mainly <laughs> cause, mainly because I want to calibrate my thoughts and put it all together as well. But. Give me a rep on what you think's gone down. Well, I think they have a great goalie, number one. That's first and foremost. And they have a lot of motivated guys that uh, from day one wanted to prove everyone wrong. And clearly they have proven everyone wrong and they just keep rolling. So I don't know. Does it mean they're going to be as good as they are next year? I don't know. But uh, this year, they certainly look like the favorites to win the Stanley Cup. No doubt about that. How about the tweet that came out after they won that game? I believe it was from Sportsnet Stats. Uh, The Vegas Golden Knights... Uh, make it to the Stanley Cup final in their first year. And the Toronto Maple Leafs have not made it to the Stanley Cup final since before wow, yeah. the 67-68 expansion. That, oh man, that warmed my heart in a very special place. You know, don't get me wrong here. I get it, Oilers fan. You're, uh, you're sitting there watching Vegas and you're just shaking your head. All right, here it goes. You ready for this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it right now. Here's the confluence of events that occurred here. You're right. Number one, teams were not allowed to protect two goaltenders. Okay? And there was a cap. So that was not... And that allowed... They didn't just get Marc-Andre Fleury. They got a second-round draft pick for taking Marc-Andre Fleury. And Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, though he had four years where he was not very good in the playoffs. I mean, he had one year where he had about an 850 save percentage when they got bounced by the Flyers. Marc-Andre Fleury has always been a good goaltender. And he is playing lights out and he has a B in his bonnet because ultimately Pittsburgh chose the financially prudent model of going with Matt Murray. So it starts with the fact that they got the goaltender. And he outdueled Connor Hellebuck in that series. Hellebuck handed critical goals away in game three and game four. That's the difference. They lost both games by one goal. He handed, you know, he turned pucks over that led directly to the the goal that influenced the game. And in game five. One save better again for Fleury. So it starts with the confidence built in the goaltender. Uh, I've had I've talked to 
well, three separate players that were with the Vegas organization. From day one, George McPhee, Gerard Gallant, absolutely no arrogance whatsoever, came in and said, we're all in the same position. We were discarded by other organizations, which is partially true because the cap played a factor in why the caliber of certain players were made available. Uh, Gerard Gallant, we're going to make this fun positive energy. We're going to make this fun. I'm not going to break you down and build you up after you make a mistake. I'm going to throw you back out there. And, you know, their practice pace, right? This team can skate. That's why they take games over. So they've done some things there. They've created a positive energy environment. They practice at a high tempo. Um, They've got a terrific goaltender. And they built confidence and they just kept getting better. The other thing that's happened is because they practice at the pace they do, I believe it's made his players better than they were before. You, you know, you look at Carlson and go, okay, he was underdeployed when he was with uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Okay? We can agree on that. You tell me how Derek England, at 35 years of age, can play 22 minutes a game now. Because when he was with the Flames, Connor McDavid was salivating at the opportunity to go one-on-one against McDavid up, or against uh, Derek England on the ice. The coach has made Derek England a better... He's a better player now than he was a year ago at this time. And I think part of it has to do with the tempo that they practice with. Because they practice at a... What are the, what are the great order guys? The, the great order guys of the early 1980s. Because there is a total difference... And undoubtedly, someone's going to write about this in a blog, but it's the truth. Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, Glenn Anderson, Paul Coffey, Kevin Lowe, they learn differently than Craig McTavish and Kelly Buckberger. Okay? Gretzky, Messier, Lowe, Anderson, Coffey, those guys came up with an Oilers organization where they were allowed to make mistakes. They were. That's all there is to it. In the embryonic stages of the Edmonton Oilers, NHL infancy, those players were allowed to make mistakes, and they practiced at a terrific tempo. Hmm. Fast forward to when McTavish came in after he sat a year out in 1980, uh, uh, came for 1985-86. Kelly Buckberger, right? Craig Simpson, those guys came at a different time. In Simpson's case, he was a top-six guy, but in the case of McTavish, third-line center behind Messier and Gretzky, or I guess I should say Gretzky and Messier. And then in Buckberger's case, a fourth liner. Well, in that scenario, by then, the orders are really good. And if you're in a third or fourth line role in those teams, you better not make a mistake. So their Oiler experience, in my opinion, was probably a little bit different, which might explain why maybe their coaching philosophy was a little bit different. Think about that for a second if you want. Anyhow, I think Vegas created a, a positive environment for their players. They got the stopper in between the pipes. They The coach has clearly made his players better, which is why he's undoubtedly going to win coach of the year. They've got lots of cheap players. Think back to the Oilers' 0506 run. The Oilers had a lot of really effective players making under a million, 1.2 million that year. There were like four or five forwards that were significant offensive uh, contributors and Edmonton had good depth in their lineup. So for teams that t- tended to be top-heavy, uh, because we cut down to, at that time, geez, it's hard to believe, a $39 million cap, uh, the Oilers had better support players. Well, guess what? Vegas has got good third and fourth liners that make plays. They're not just out there to stop the opposition from scoring. They're given the creative license to make plays. So 
They've got a they've got a they've got a cheesed off goaltender who is a number one pick in his organization, who is basically pushed out here. Take Flurry, and we'll give you a second round draft choice. What do you think that does to a guy with the competitive juices of a Mark Andre Flurry? You have a general manager who made one bad trade during his time in Washington, and it cost him his job. You have a general a head coach who was literally kicked to the curb by his previous organization after getting them into the playoffs the year before. You have a bunch of players who you could frame it any way you want, but they had a little bit of screw you in their personality after not getting kept by said organization that they're with. Then you have the, the two trades with Minnesota and Florida that handed Vegas four guys that are in their top seven right now up front. I mean, here, you take Riley Smith, you can have Marsha shows uh, as well. Did Marsha show score 30 goals a year ago? Yeah, he did. Okay, pretty good player, right? So it's not like they bent the rules. They used things in Vegas to their advantage. And then the final uh, capper was they galvanized under a traumatic event for their community. And it helped bring people together. And so for the first half of the season, we're like, when's this thing going to end? Second game of the playoffs against Vegas, I'm like, uh-oh. Or against L.A., I'm like, uh-oh, Vegas is way better than L.A. And then they go six against San Jose. I don't even think Vegas played that great in that series. But against Winnipeg, they played damn good. And it's impressive. And there are some things to be... Now, moving forward, what do they do? How much are they going to end up paying Miller on defense? How much are they going to have to... they got four defensemen that are making under $2 bucks a year. Their most expensive defenseman that's playing right now is Lucas Abisa. He might not even be on the team next year. He's a UFA. Right? Like, but how much are they going to pay Miller? How much are they going to pay Carlson? Do they keep... One or, I mean, in theory, they would have the space to keep both James Neal and David Perron. My guess is they'll only keep one of those guys. I mean, David Perron looked like he was too slow and maybe a second-slash-third-line player. Got 66 points this year. He looks quicker. Practice. Practice. All right, that's enough of that. You been watching the Memorial Cup, Brendan? A little bit here and there. I watched uh, some of Skinner's performance last night. That was incredible. If you're an Oilers fan, you got to be stoked. Yeah, he looks good. They've been outshot a lot during the course of the playoffs. Uh, for those of you that follow me at Bob underscore Stoffer, I put some uh, numbers out last night. I, I think the the smart uh, followers uh, kind of get where I was coming from here. Um, WHL champions uh, Swift Currents 0-2 in the tournament, by the way. Now, they've only lost... 4-3 in overtime and then 2-1 last night. But they got, come on, man. They got outshot 56-22 in that game last night. They got it taken to them. Uh, WHL champions are 0-8 at the Memorial Cup last three years. There's too many teams, 22. There's not enough depth. There's too many games. They play 72 regular season games. The other leagues play 68. Uh, the WHL has won, if you've uh, factored in based on the 2016 Canadian census, BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba's uh, uh, population, there's one WHL team for every 487,000 people. Quebec, if you add the Maritimes to Quebec, has one team for every 577,000. And Ontario has one team for every 672,000. And that doesn't even include the fact that Ontario gets the best American players in their league. Okay? So the schedule is too long. The WHL... The WHL went from 19 teams in 2002-2003 to 22 teams now. So do the math here. That's an addition of three teams, okay? Since 0304, which, by the way, WHL won the Memorial Cup that year. WHL's won four of the last 15 Memorial Cups, but they've only won one in the last 10 years. 
Okay, and that was Edmonton in 2014. A team, by the way, built by Randy Hanch. Okay, he was the guy that drafted uh, that team and the Oil Kings, because frankly, they don't bend the rules as much. There's there's a team in each of the major junior leagues that's pretty consistently good each way each year that seems to get a higher ratio of American players than other teams to their organizations. Those teams, Quebec City, London, and Portland. They have advantages. And I don't think Edmonton's always pushed that envelope because they've tried to play fair with their partners in the league. Anyways, interesting. I don't see it changing for the Western Hockey League. I don't. They play a long schedule. They've got more travel because of the size of the league. I think it kicks the snot out of the players. I also think there's too many coaches in the league that aren't focused on developing defensemen properly and letting them make plays. So they go to the Memorial Cup, 0-8 for the WH. This this was coming for a number of years, and it's, hey, I grew up in a time when the WHL was the best league. It hasn't been the best league for a while. And Ron Robinson and Bruce Hamilton have to take some ownership over that. Ron's the commissioner, and Bruce has got all the power. He's the owner of the Kelowna Rockets. So... Take it for what it's worth. Very quickly, World Hockey Championship. Uh, WHL will be moving, by the way, to a 68-game schedule this year coming up. Okay? Just so you know. So we'll see if that helps out a bit. If I was them, I would contract by two teams and get down to 20 teams. Prince George, Kootenay, those would be two that I'd look at for sure. Just because of the, how much of a pain in the butt it is to get up, to, and I worked up in PG, but it's a tough spot to get to. And Kootenay, I mean, can you? I, I wouldn't take the teams away from Saskatchewan. There's players from Saskatchewan in the league. There's right, so it's one guy's opinion. Very quickly, World Hockey Championship. Canada outshot Switzerland. What was it, eighteen to one in the third period, and couldn't get back in that game. Uh, couldn't buy themselves a power play. I don't know how a team that outshoots an opposition team 46 to 16 doesn't get more power plays. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how the hell that happens. Uh, Rene Fassell, former official. He's the guy that gives the trophies or the awards out to the officials in the tournament. I think there needs to be a, to- a, a, a change at the uh, IIHF level. Different voice. Maybe a voice that's more North American in approach. They love the fact that Canada lost to Switzerland. And, and for the record, I'd say Switzerland didn't win. Canada just lost. You know, it's kind of like watching Italy in soccer. If it's all about defense, do you really win? I know what you're going to say. Defense wins championships. But the progressive uh, countries in soccer and hockey, they attack. Canada didn't get it done. Um, McDavid was terrific. So was Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Canada's goaltending, nowhere near good enough. Some of the New York Islanders players up front didn't do anything, and Canada's defense really struggled to transition the puck based on what I saw during the course of the tournament. All right, there you have it. It's uh, 12 26 Edmonton. We're going to take a one minute break. When we come back, Brendan is going to blast through some news of the day in the National Hockey League NHL today. This is Orders Now. When you want to fly your Orders colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So so no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. 
Back here on Oilers Now, Brennan Ulrich with you, Bob Stoffer in studio as well. But we get to NHL today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. The Islanders officially announcing the hiring of Lou Lamorello as president of Hockey Ops today. Lamorello will have full authority over all hockey matters with the organization. Paul Fenton has been named the new GM of the Minnesota Wild. Fenton has spent the last 12 seasons in Nashville as his assistant GM under David Poyle. The Toronto Maple Leafs announcing today that Mark Hunter and the club have mutually agreed to part ways. Hunter won't be able to work for another team until mid-July. John Shannon and others reporting that the Rangers have hired Boss University's David Quinn as their next head coach. The uh, Montreal Canadiens as well, Sonny Nantiniemi today, Bob. And uh, I know Dallas Aikens, it looks like he's uh, staying with the Ducks organization for a while. Yeah, it would not surprise me if both uh, Dallas Aikens and Todd Nelson have had multiple opportunities to be associate coaches. And I wonder if they just, and Dallas has already announced that he's staying in his role. So uh, I think he'll be the next head coach. You know what? I think Dallas will be the next head coach of the Anaheim Ducks. And I think Todd Nelson will be the next head coach of the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Sweden winning the gold. Congratulations to Adam Larson. Uh, Team USA beating Canada 4-1. Canada quite dispirited in their performance, in my opinion, in that bronze medal game. Akity Bathurst up 2-0 at the Memorial Cup. Noah Dobson's looked very good, by the way, for them. Regina and Hamilton 1-1. One one. Swift. Uh, they're own too. They're in trouble, despite Skinner's 54 saves T- uh, tonight. It'll be Akity Bathurst and Steve Stales' uh, Hamilton uh, Bulldog squad. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with John Shannon from NHL Hockey on Rogers.